You're listening to the Rent Roll Radio Show with Sterling Chapman. Hey, Rent Roll Radio listeners, welcome back to the show. As always, it's your host, Sterling Chapman. Today, we are joined again by uh, someone I've always looked up to and super excited to have on the show and and, uh, bless us with a second appearance, Mr. Rod Cleef. Rod, welcome to the show and thanks for coming back. Hey, Sterling, thanks for having me back, brother. I don't know how you can put up with me, but here we are. So you'll have to (laughs) suffer through it again. But I think we have a great topic to talk about today. I know we talked about mindset last time, which is super important. But um, I don't know if you've looked out the window. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. It is a crazy time. And I always like to timestamp these conversations because, Mm -hmm. you know, typically we release the recording a few weeks or a couple months after, you know, we make it and and the world can change six times between now and then. So we're recording this on June 22nd. Um, The Fed just hiked another uh, 0.75% the other day. And so uh, the, the the world is crashing down. Um, I'm curious, what is, you know, for our listeners, give, let's do a brief introduction in case we've got any new listeners that haven't okay. heard your story before. But, sure. but you know, Rod's been around the block. So to give us a little bit of your story before we kind of dive into what you think. and, and Sure, sure, sure. So, um, you know, I'm an immigrant. I was born in the Netherlands, wooden shoes and windmills, immigrated when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vansha. Um, really struggled growing up. Um, and my mom babysat kids. So we'd have enough money to eat with her babysitting money. She got into real estate, bought the house across the street, told me she'd made $20,000 on it. When I turned 17, I said, forget college, mom, I'm getting into real estate. So, you know, I, I, I made eight to 10 grand my first couple of years, but my third year I made a hundred grand. And, and that's what we talked about last time is the mindset it took to you know, to do that. Um, fast forward to today, I've owned 2000 houses I've rented long term. Um, I own thousands of apartment units. Um, in 2006, uh, you know, I made about $17 million while I slept. And you might say, okay, that's really impressive. And so did I, I thought I was a freaking real estate god. And you know, when that happens, God <laughs> of the universe will give you a smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost everything. I lost $50 million in 2008. And so, you know, what was interesting through all of that, was my multifamily did just fine. And if I hadn't cross collateralized my multifamily with packages of houses, I'd still have those apartment complexes. You know, if if you're a good operator, um, you can sustain a a recession and a downturn with multifamily assets. And so, you know, I started my podcasts, what, six years ago. Um, And I used to tell people, I'll never sell you anything when I first started, because I just wanted to add value and tell people, you know, if you're going to buy real estate, for God's sakes, do multifamily, if you're going to buy it and hold. Um, And now more than ever, that message is, is important, because like, like you said, we're heading into a downturn. Um, you know, I just met with my multifamily boardroom mastermind last week. It's a mastermind that I host. It's about, I don't know, 14, 16 billion in assets represented by the members. And there was about 5 billion represented by the guys that were there last week. And there was a lot of back and forth. Some guys don't think it's going to be a big one. I think it's going to be a big one. But of course, you know, I'm bringing the baggage of de- dealing with 2008-9 trauma dragon behind yeah. me. Right, right. So, so, but I, I really believe it's going to be worse than people think. I mean, just today, uh, Jerome Powell's quoted as saying um, that um, he doesn't perceive a soft landing with this. Okay, which is is <laughs> is uh, is political speak, meaning that the you know what's about to hit the fan. Okay, so. 
Um, you know, and they're talking about several more rate hikes. They, he, Powell said, he said, we don't anticipate big ones like this 75 basis points uh, right after the one they just did. But but in July, we're going to do 50 to 75 basis points again. So, you know, I mean, we're talking about the interest rates already doubled, okay, for us uh, real estate operators. Now, is this a time to get scared? No, it's a time to get super freaking excited because there's going to be incredible opportunity coming if you're up to speed. You need to get up to speed on this right away. If you've been kind of like just listening to podcasts and reading a book here and there, no, get serious right now. Okay, get up to speed as fast as you can, because if you're in the depths of this thing, it's going to be too late. Uh, you know, you, you need to build relationships now. You need to know how to underwrite deals right now. You know, you need to, you know, um, just get up to speed so that when you know real the the you know what hits the fan, which I expect probably within eight months to a year, we're going to start seeing properties going to receivership. See, here's the problem: back in 08 and 09, it was single-family properties that created the crash. Okay, if you could fog a mirror in 2006 and 7, you could buy a $150,000 house or more. Um, you know, but but in these last few years, it's been commercial multifamily and commercial real estate that has been. There's been a fervor and there's been aggressive lending. There's been a lot of what's called bridge lending, which is like the single family equivalent of hard money loans. OK, and a lot of those loans were adjustable. Well, they're all adjustable rate loans and they're three to five year terms. And, you know, more recently that the, the those lenders have put you know, make you buy a cap. OK, like like we just looked at a, a, a deal uh, about 44 million that we were going to get bridge debt on. And the cap just to keep the interest rate from going up no more than two percent was a million dollars just to hold the interest rate. That was the cap. OK, that was just insurance, basically. Well, they didn't have those caps the last couple of years. And there's, so there's going to be a lot of operators that are going to get in trouble because their debt's going up. That's number one. Number two is there were a lot of skinny deals done these last couple of years. I mean, we'd be yeah. in best and final. We're like, are you kidding me? They're paying that? Their investors are going to get screwed. And so, you know, I've only bought one property in the last year. I hate to say it. Um, uh, it, it, it killed me, but I'm super conservative. We bought a killer deal um, uh, in, in San Antonio, but now we have one under contract. It's also a killer deal, about 50,000 a door. If you're accredited, reach out to me. It's a, it's a good deal, a uh, real good deal. Um, but um, yeah, on that note, if you're accredited, text partner to 72345 if you want to hear about that one. Uh, but uh, But anyway, it's coming. And so you know, how do you prepare for it? I just did a Facebook Live on this and talked about different strategies. And, you know, uh, if you'd like, we can drill down on that some more, Sterling. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'd like to start with, if you don't mind, maybe a postmortem on kind of exactly how the, the tumbling blocks fell in 08 and kind of what lessons you learned. Well, this is that. completely different, though. Just just let me say that, that, that what's driving this is completely different. But that said, you know, that was, back then it was like a freaking light switch went off. You couldn't sell. You couldn't borrow money to save your life. I mean, it was done. And, and literally, it was like a light switch went off. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like that. I mean, it's getting pretty frantic out there right now. We, we were in best and final on deals that someone else got, and they've like three of them have come back to us and said, hey, you still want this deal. Okay, so, yeah. you know, that's what's going on. Um Price reductions from like 44 million to 37, 38 million. Oh, we just, wow. you know, I, I tell people at my boot camps, um, by the way, I've got one coming up the end of July. If you want to learn this, I'll give you a great deal if you want to come. But but um, 
we've got at my boot camps, I tell people, don't be known as the person that retrades or renegotiates deals, yeah. okay? Because they get a bad reputation. Well, right. I just retraded a deal last night, a small one. Uh, the one I was just telling you about, it's 50, 50 some thousand a door. Uh, and we got a big reduction uh, because it's 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 warranted because the, the market is sh massively shifted. So, sure. you know, at my mastermind last week, um, the, there's a there's a attorney there that does, I don't know, 350 syndications a year. And he has a bunch of deals working right now. And he said almost all of them are retrading. They're retrading around 10 to 12 percent. You know, if they're under contract, they're renegotiating and they're getting a 10 to 12 percent discount it was very common. But um but anyway, back in 08 and 09, I was in mostly in single family. And again, that's what pulled me down. So it was it was really a lot different then. Um, and I wasn't over leveraged. I was only at a 30% loan to value. But I'll tell you what happened, just so you know what happened with me. I had 800 houses. Okay, they were along the Gulf Coast of Florida, two hours one way, two hours the other way, and everywhere in between along the coast. And so here's some factors because what killed me was cash flow. So here's some factors. Again, I only owed 30 cents on the dollar, okay? But Florida has no state income tax. So property taxes are higher, which impact cash flow. I had properties in wind and flood zones. The insurance is much higher, cash flow. Sure. Um, but what really killed me was most of these houses that I had, I had some apartment complexes too, but most of these houses were C-class houses, okay? So there's A, B, C, and D-class. A is fantastic, D is the hood. Stay out of the hood, okay? But 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 anyway, um, these were C-class houses. They're older. You know, the, the tenant demographic is tougher on the properties. They just are. And so a lot of maintenance, okay? And if I send a maintenance guy to one of my apartment complexes, you know, everything's the same. The plumbing parts, the HVAC parts, the appliance parts, the locks, the, the windows, everything's the same. So you can stockpile parts. They're in and out in an hour. Well, if I had to send them to a house that's an hour away or an hour and a half away one way, they have to go see what's wrong. Go find a Home Depot or a Lowe's where we have an account. That could be an hour round trip. And I don't know about you, Sterling, when Rod's, when Rod's happy ass tries to fix something at his house, he goes two or three times to Home Depot. It's the same thing with maintenance guys sometimes. So, you know, the point is, is what took all day, what took an hour at one of my apartments, took all day at one of these houses. And you multiply yeah. that times 800 and a ton of maintenance, that was a real killer on the cash flow. But then the coup de gras was basically, um, I didn't pay attention to tenant demographics back then. It was another learning experience. I didn't pay attention to that. If they had a good job and good credit, I didn't care where they worked. Um, and like this last deal we just bought in San Antonio, I literally looked where every single tenant worked and I gauged them for recession resistance. What type of work is it? How will it fare if there's a recession? I literally did this on 296 tenants. Well, back then with these houses, I had a ton of contractors, plumbers, electricians, drywallers, painters, roofers. And as you know, that fell off a freaking cliff in 08 and 09. So they didn't have work. And so that was like the perfect storm. And you know, what's interesting is I only owed 30 cents on the dollar by the end of the, you know, the end of 2009, my portfolio actually went upside down. It dropped more than 70% here. So, you know. Now, when done. you say you only owed, <clears throat> so, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and a lot of oh. like the Midwest and stuff, we don't see like huge appreciations and we don't see huge crashes. We kind right. of, steady. you guys are more level. Yeah, you guys are Being more level. On the Florida sure. coast, did you just see like insane appreciation, which got you to that 30 cents a dollar? And it's then, happening. It's happening right now, too. You know, it's been yeah. crazy. I, I don't know what it's been like in your backyard. Probably pretty significant as well. It's pretty much been all over the country. But, yeah. but you know, California, Arizona, and Florida got killed because they, you know, they have that volatility these these price 
But, you know, and, and this this recession that's coming, if, if that's all it is, it's not a depression, is, is there's going to be a, definitely a geographic component, okay? You know, like if you're north in, in, in some of these blue states and there's an exodus because of that alone, there's an exodus because of, you know, people are, are retiring, they don't like cold. Mm-hmm. Florida is going to continue to do well. I think Arizona is going to continue to do well. We'll see, though. I, who knows? I, I mean, you know. I'm wrong all the time. My kids love to tell me, are you tired of being wrong? But, uh, you know, I, I really feel like this is going to be a doozy. I really do. And again, that means opportunity. And so, you know, if you're just starting to learn this business for God's sake, in fact, let me, can I plug my boot camp for a second? Just yeah, mention it. I've been to one. I, I mean, it's I very, very educational. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, I'm getting a heck of a deal because I want to get as many people there as I can. If you, you can come for $197 for all three days. And, and, um, and it's not a big sales pitch. I talk about my coaching for about 30, 45 minutes. You don't have to leave and listen, although it's entertaining, but you don't have to listen to that. And, and the rest of it is drinking through a freaking fire hose. Okay. It's three full days. In fact, the second day is even more than, uh, eight hours. And, you know, every aspect of this business, building your team, because multifamily is a team sport, picking your market, evaluating that market, evaluating deals, getting deal flow. So you got deals coming in, you know, uh, how to finance them, how to raise all the money you need for them, because that's going to be the toughest thing moving forward. It was finding the deals moving forward. That's not going to be the tough thing. It's going to be raising money. And I'm going to teach you how to pre-frame your investors so they're not scared through what's coming. Okay. And then, you know, financing them, syndicating them, joint venturing them, managing them, you name it, all of that stuff. And you know, um, and and again, if, uh, let me tell you how you can come for $197. If you go to rodindenver.com, rodindenver.com, but remember the code RODFRIEND. Now, if you don't, if you're driving, text ROD to 72345, and we'll send you that link. Again, text ROD to 72345, but then remember the code RODFRIEND as one word, and um, and you'll be able to come for $197. It'll probably be about 700 as we get close to the event, it's double that right now. So it's a great deal. And, you know, I don't want to sound too much like a freaking salesman here, but it comes with some awesome bonuses. It comes with my software to evaluate deals and my document library, which I'm, I just updated again today. There's tens of thousands of dollars worth of documents in there. I just updated it with a new LOI because, um, uh, you know, the financing contingencies are back now. They weren't here the last couple of years. So, you know, we got financing contingencies. So I updated literally today uh, and put it in there and, and sent it to my students. So, but anyway, uh, I hope you can come. If you don't come learn from me, then just figure out where you can learn it right now because th- it could be the greatest transfer of wealth in history. Some 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 economists are saying it's going to be the greatest transfer of wealth in history. You know, even if it's even if it's not that bad, it's still going to be a transfer of wealth, and there's going to be incredible opportunity. You know, it's interesting. My podcast um, just hit uh, 13 million downloads, and I had my 700th episode just a couple weeks ago, and. If you listen to the guys that have thousand women, both that have thousands of doors, most of them started in 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2012. That's what we call a clue. Okay. <laughs> so again, um, just get ready because it's coming. And if you're in cash or have the ability to raise cash, whew, watch out. You're going to have exponential growth. So absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the drivers of the recession um, and then we'll go into how to prepare for it. So one of the questions I have is, you know, you mentioned your mastermind boardroom and you mentioned there's a few different opinions in there. And Mm -hmm. so I would love to hear both sides of the argument. Sure. Sure. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you the dissenting opinions. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Forgive me. 
the, my, so the, obviously the interest rate hikes are the big dark cloud above everybody's head, but you know, the, the counter argument is, but, but we have this, all this supply. We, we have lack of supply. That's so correct. A housing shortage. Absolutely. A housing so, shortage. No what's question. Your opinion on those. Well, I, I believe that as things get rough, I think, I think we're going to have stagflation. I believe inflation is going to continue because they think they're going to deal with it with these interest rate hikes, but they threw trillions of freaking dollars into the economy. Don't get me started on the stupidity of that spending. I just it was just on the Fox just now about how a lot of that money went to universities and things like that. And, you know, not at all what it was earmarked for. It was just a lot of what they call it pork on those things. And I don't know if you have if you don't know what a trillion dollars is, go on Google and Google the difference between a million and a trillion. It will blow your mind. It's like a skyscraper next to a house. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's staggering the impact that all that that fake money has on the economy. And, you know, uh, I was just I, I just did a uh, Facebook Live post on the upcoming reset, the, the recession, and how to capitalize on it. And I pulled some statistics. And do you know that income has gone way up? I mean, I, I saw an ad for fifteen seventy five in a McDonald's window. Hobby Lobby's paying eighteen bucks an hour. But you know what? Even with these income increases, purchasing power has dropped by three percent because of inflation. So it, it, it it's it's not keeping up. And so we've got inflation, and I don't think these rate hikes are going to curb it quickly. So that's number one. Number two is, um, you know, they're going to continue to raise the rates, which is going to and and and, and oh, there's going to be layoffs. Okay, I'm 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 seeing them already. Okay, and so as that increases, there will be defaults because people can't pay their rents, and so and there'll be foreclosures, and but then again, the foreclosures those people turn into renters, and so. You know, I believe that multifamily will be much more resilient than other things. Okay. I totally believe that. I saw that in 08 and 09. But I think the deals that'll go south will be the bad operators, the ones that, and I don't mean bad intentionally, that just don't have the experience of dealing with a tight market, don't have their KPIs down. They don't know how to watch their metrics. They don't have operating reserves. You know, if those interest rates double from, a, from with a bridge debt and the and the cap rates go up, so they can't get the value they need to refinance, they're in deep doo doo. Okay, and so you know, yeah. um, I think a lot of those deals are going to go into receivership, and I'm excited about that because well, I'm, I'm I feel bad for the people that did it, but right. I'm excited that there'll be some opportunity there. And you know, I know that that some people hate me for that comment, but um, I don't care. You know, honestly, um, it. it <laughs> I won't go down that rabbit hole, but the bottom line is, <laughs> is there is opportunity. And yes, with there will be pain as well. Okay. I was on the other side of that in 08 and 09. If it makes you feel better, those of you that want to hate on me, uh, you know, I lost 50 million bucks. I lost everything and I'm, I'm here and better bad, back better than ever. So, you know, it is what it is. We go through seasons and we are going to be in winter just economically. I really believe that. So, um, Okay, so unemployment, I think, is going to kick up. I really believe that, even though it's been fan, you know, very, very low. Um, uh, the demand is still there. So this is a different type of recession for sure. But I, it's almost like, you know, I don't want to get political, but it's almost like this current administration wants this economy to fail. I mean, the dumbest shit, like, like <laughs> you know, the not doing domestic oil production, and he's going to do it. Uh, like eliminate the gas tax instead of just letting them pump gas here. It's like, come on. But anyway, I, I'm sorry I, I went there. But but the point is, um, 
I think we're going to continue to see inflation. I think people are going to start hurting from it. And, and, and if layoffs start, it's going to exasperate. And I think it's going to be bigger than we think. I, I, I kind of hope not, but we'll see. So how do you think we prepare for it? Get in as much cash as you can. Uh, if you come to my boot camp, I will, I will work with you on pre-framing investors to not be fearful when the you-know-what hits the fan, when the blood's running in the streets, because that's when you want to pounce. You know, like Warren Buffett's quote, be fearful when others are greedy. Well, the last few years, people have been greedy, okay? Be greedy when others are fearful. They're already starting to get fearful, okay? Fear is coming. And so, you know, us achievers like to call it stress, but it's fear, and fear is coming. And so... <laughs> You know, um, you prepare by getting in cash, getting access to cash, getting up to speed, getting knowledgeable. You can't dabble in this. So, you know, if you want to learn how to do this, get your butt to my boot camp or go to somebody else's, do something to get up to speed. Um, get around people that are doing this. Get in groups that because this is a team sport and it's a group sport and uh, and you're going to be around around people that are doing it. Um, and um, you want to be around people that are positive as well, because there's going to be a lot of fear and a lot of negativity. And so your mindset and your focus is super important as you go through this, uh, you know, and if you're watching Sterling or listening, you're a leader. And right now the world needs freaking leaders. I mean, you've got to be very conscious of what you focus on, you know, just bring in the good stuff. Don't get me started on the fake news and the crap they put out. Uh, even, even Fox is like uh, erroneous. Now there's a lot of baloney on there. It's just, you just got to seriously, um, stand guard at your mind, bring in the good stuff. I do these clips on my podcast every week called own your power. Um, they're motivational. You give me five minutes a week. I will juice you. There's hundreds of them there. I'm really proud of them. So there's that you go on YouTube and watch good stuff, but just remember the news is not there to inform us. It's there to scare us. There's a lot of BS there. It's almost, you don't know what to believe anymore, uh, about what's really going on in this world. And so, you know, shut out as much of it as you can. Focus on what you want. You know, if you come to my boot camp, the first thing we do is goal setting on steroids because you gotta you gotta know what you want with clarity so that you focus on that. You don't focus on the pain and the, the fear and the negativity. And so that's the first thing we do. And by the way, if you can't make the boot camp, let me give you a, a link. I did this on January on New Year's Day this year um, with music with a guide you can download if you go to rodslinks.com rods plural links plural.com it's at the bottom and there's my goal setting workshops like an hour and a half it's really well done do it with your spouse do it with your kids you know what's sad is most people spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives and this is designing your life so you know take advantage of that it's not a sales pitch or anything like that I just want you to you know, get clear on what you want, because that's going to be really important. You know, when I lost $50 million in 2008, nine, it would have been real easy for me to focus on the pain and the loss. And I had to reassociate with my goals and the things that I wanted so that, uh, you know, I didn't fall into despair. Sure. I went through some pain for a while and it sucked and all that, but, but I got past it. Right. So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit. Oh. Awesome. So what are you changing in your strategy knowing that we're heading? Great towards- question. Great question. Uh, more operating reserves, um, you know, minimum six months operating reserves of ex- six months of expenses. That's number one. Um, you know, being less aggressive on our exit cap rate. Um, you know, I think we just bumped it. I think we're at 20 basis points a year. We may even go a little more than that. 
being very conservative on our interest rate. I mean, we're we're looking at deals and 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 calculating seven to eight percent interest. I mean, seriously, it's crazy. So yeah. so you know, how do they fare? What's the break even point? So just being conservative. And and like I said, we're finding deals, believe it or not, even with that conservatism. But uh, so there's those two big things. Um, just getting aligned, getting our ducks in a row, um, eliminating any excess um, uh, expenditures that we don't need, um, you know, getting lean and mean. Um, so, you know, th- these are all the things you need to be doing if you're listening. You get lean and mean, conserve cash, um, you know, and, but I know yep. it's it kills me because I'm in a lot of cash right now and I'm literally seeing the p- purchasing power go down every that, freaking day. It's yeah, killing that's, me. that's the struggle, right? How right. do you balance like the inflation? Right. I don't want to hold too much cash, but then I also want dry powder because the shit's about right, to the right. So you got to decide if you're going to do it actively, then then you better conserve cash. If you want to do it passively, you know, check out check out the deal I just mentioned. It's it's freaking awesome. Uh, if you're accredited, I can only deal with accredited, but but. Um, but there are, you know, there are good operators out there. There'll be a bunch of my Denver boot camps. So if you want to invest passive, but that's another thing. If you want to invest passively, why would you give your hard-earned money to someone if you don't know what it is you're, you know, what they're doing? You know, people give work their butts off and they invest with a stockbroker that's a salesman. All they know how to do yeah. is sell. And some yeah. of these operators haven't been through a crash. And I got to tell you, I'm already getting texts from people say I invested in a bunch of deals. I'm worried. I'm like, you probably should be, depending on how they bought and if they were skinny, okay? And, you know, they, they you, can, you can make a pro forma look any way you want and make it look like the returns are fantastic by just moving a couple numbers. But if you don't know what to look for, you're never going to know that. So if if for nothing else, if you want to invest passively, get your butt to my boot camp. Okay, it's $197. Now, I'm not getting rich on you coming, okay? I just want to, like I said, I'd, I'd love to have it completely filled up. We're killing. I mean, there's hundreds of people coming already, but but... Uh, you know, I, I I love the feedback. I do this because I love it. There's some of the hundreds of thank you cards. You can't even see them. They're all behind the green screen here from people yeah. whose lives have been impacted by my work. But um, you know, you're headed to uh, you're headed to MFIN. Uh, yeah, Charlotte. tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm, to Charlotte I'm flying tonight. out in the morning. I'll see. Oh, you you're gonna be there. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, come up and say hello. You know, I, I yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm starting it up. I'm doing actually doing my goal setting thing. I'm getting everybody fired up first off. I mean, I could awesome. talk technical ad nauseum, but they want me to do that. So I'll I'll, I'll I'm the first speaker actually. Um, it's awesome. kind of cool because Shaq's gonna be there and yeah, uh, Barbara Corcoran and uh, Jocko. You know, yeah, some yeah, cool yeah. people are gonna be there. So it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, awesome. Are you speaking or are you just coming? No, I'm just I'm just coming as a visitor. So nice. I, uh, I nice. saw I saw the lineup and I couldn't resist. Oh, right, right. <laughs> There's an example, guys. OK, here's Sterling, who's super successful. He's going because he knows the value of getting around people that are doing this stuff. So, you know, learn from these examples. Respectfully, yeah, it's a, it, it is absolutely 100 percent a team sport. You know, yeah. that's something we learn over and over again. And I mean, that that's really how you, you know, I, I do multifamily and, and right. single family still as well. But, you know, I can buy rental properties and flip houses in my backyard by myself. But to really get to the next level, you need to get around the, the people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same crowd you see at these meetups and you develop a deeper relate. You know, I know all the technical info, right? I, right. I, it's the right. same technical info at every single conference. The right. benefit is the continued renewed like inspiration, motivation, and then the relationship building, right? Right. 
So, um, well, there's going to be some real hitters there this weekend. The problem is, and I don't mean this in a bad way because I appreciate them inviting me, but but you're not going to get the whole business soup to nuts. You're going to get pieces from each. They've got like 30 speakers. Each speaker, you know, will be. So you're just not going to get the entire you're not going to understand the entire business. You're going to get some incredible nuggets and, and don't get me wrong and you'll get juiced. But the, that's the difference between mine. It's me for three days teaching you every single aspect of the freaking business. Uh, and, you know, it, it's it's brutal on me. But but literally, I do the whole thing and and you get every piece of the business. And again, I, they're both valuable because, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be incredible to see some of the speakers that they've got lined up there. But but it's not going to be the whole soup to nuts business. So, um, sure. you know, that's that's the difference. Are you are you changing up? Um or, or maybe just talk about if you're not changing up geographically, what markets you're sourcing properties in. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know you mentioned well, some geographical like hangups you had before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've bought assets. I'm even knowing what I know I've made mistakes. We bought this 403 unit asset in Shreveport. Oh my God, what a nightmare, but we bought it for 16 and a half. And sold I it for- saw when you bought that I'm in Louisiana. Yeah. So I saw it. I said, Oh, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, well, here's the deal. We had it under contract. I had this wrong. My partner reminded me, my old partner, that we had it under contract for 18 and a half. The previous owner paid 20 or 25. I mean, maybe it was just 20, like 10 years prior to that. Okay. And then I went there and I did some due diligence. I started talking to some tenants, found out about this flooding that hadn't been disclosed. I told <laughs> my old partner, Robert, we're out. They took two million off the price. It was 16 and a half. I'm like, okay, God, twist my freaking arm. We did it, but I regretted it, man. I spent three months of my life there. It was a real partner issue as well, and just lots of problems. We ended up selling it for 28. So I mean, we did fine, but but it was just real painful to go through it. And uh, what was the main hangup? Was it just the trying to find staff staffing? Staffing was just just nobody there wants to work. Um, sure. I and I honestly, respectfully, if you live there, don't. <laughs> take it personally but i feel I like my iq i feel like my iq drops when i fly over shreveport airspace okay <laughs> i mean I, it was uh, freaking ugly i have this come i'm from i'm not from shreveport i'm from baton rouge so i mean okay. it's a whole different world we're right, right, south. right but but louisiana as a whole when we look at the demographics that you you want to invest in right you look at like you look at are people moving there are people moving away what's the population trend you look at you know is there job growth is there job diversity is there all of that know, was there all crime? of that was there but we, but but the problem there is 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 the workforce didn't want to work and of course this was also through covid where they were getting money and rent oh, assistance yeah. and all this other crap and 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 you know, full disclosure, I had a partner that had a management company that that wouldn't give up the management. It took me eight months to get him out. I mean, eight months in, the pools were green, okay, to give you an idea. I'm a horrible manager. And 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 when I took it over, it was about 98000 in revenue a month. When we sold it, you know, I got it up to 280 okay? So, so that gives you an idea of the transformation there. But it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Um, but, but anyway, so... How do you uh, tell me about your partnership? I mean, you don't need to say specifically, but just on the topic of partnership, Mm -hmm. how do you choose who you're going to work with? Good question. 
Yeah. And, and see, this particular situation was that the guy brought us the deal. It was my partner, my old partner, Robert and I. And, you know, we, we bought several thousand units together. But but the guy, this other guy brought us the deal. He had he was in my mastermind. He had four thousand doors. So I assumed he knows what he was doing. OK, A-S-S-U-M-E. Well, OK. And divide that up. And, and, sure. and yeah, I made an ass out of me because I really did assume. But he didn't know how to manage the C asset. He didn't have a clue. It was A and B assets. Fine. No problem. Easy to manage. No problem. But he crashed and burned on this asset. It required a lot more oversight. Like I said, I spent three months of my life there turning it around. I knocking on doors of people that had been involved in shootings to offer them fifteen hundred to get out by the next day. Got three of them out. You know, just stuff like that. Trimming the bushes myself, cleaning the freaking pool myself. Stuff I, you know, just to show them that I would do it while I was there. You know, lots of turnover in the employees. It was harder than hell to hire people there. It was, it was terrible. Uh, you know, yeah. and and. You know, finally, we got a gate in, we got a cameras in, we got, you know, we started cleaning it up. I mean, when I took it over, there were 50 shopping carts around the complex when I got it from this guy. I mean, just horrible, horrible management. Um, no maintenance, the CapEx that that he did, he burned through a lot of cash. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of uh, question mark about that, uh, but the, the work was terrible. So we had to redo everything. So anyway, an quit bitching, but it was ugly. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's different down here. <laughs> but anyway, back to partnerships for a second. Okay, this business is a team sport. I have this uh, I have this this free gift um, if you guys are interested because partnerships like a marriage are easy to get into and hard to get out of. It's a book called Questions to Ask When Forming a Partnership. If you text the word partnership to seven two three four five, I'll give it to you, and and it's really good. It's about I don't know 50, 60 questions in there because. You know, you get caught up in the emotion of it when you first meet somebody and and you want to do business together. But there's some hard questions you need to ask. What's their work ethic? And and one, you know, without the you know, you can look up the questions. But let me just leave you with one thing. Trust your gut. Your brain is incredibly powerful and it can see micro nuances that you don't consciously perceive. There's a book about this called Blink. Uh, Stephen Pressman, I think it is Pressfield. I might have that wrong. It might not be the author, but but the, but the book Blink. You know, an example in there is is a is a world renowned art expert can see a painting. They know it's a fake, but they don't know why it's a fake. That's an example of that. So if you meet somebody and your gut just doesn't quite feel right, don't ignore it. Every time you ignore it, you're going to regret it. Okay, because your brain picks up on things that again you're not consciously aware of. So remember that. In addition to the resources, again, partnership to seven two three four five, and you get the book. Do not get into a partnership without going through these questions you know, to avoid pain later. You know, I, I had a couple of big players with five, three to 5,000 doors, a male and a female in my mastermind that both broke up big partnerships because they didn't ask these hard questions up front. So take me yeah. seriously on that one. Absolutely. So real quick, I want to hop to our radio round just to let, ask uh, three okay. quick questions. We ask every, every guest. The first one is what is your favorite book? Let me give you several. My, my my love language is gifts. Okay, I had the author on my show. The five love languages. Great, great. I've given away thousands of copies. So that was a real treat because he's pretty old. Um, so there's one. Uh, the slight edge about those decisions you make every day that traject your life up or down. They don't mean much that day, but they they cause a trajectory. Turning pro. That is Stephen Press Pressman or Pressfield. Um, about stop being an amateur. Be a professional. Okay, embody being a professional. Uh, Gary Keller's One Thing. I had the co-author of that on the show, Jay Papasan. Great book. Um, Hal Elrod had him on the show, <laughs> Miracle Morning. That's a great book. Uh, my students get all these books because my love language is gifts. So there's a few. Awesome. What is your favorite quote? Favorite what? Quote. 
Oh, quote, live with passion, Tony Robbins. Hopefully you can feel a little passion for me. When you love what you do, not only is work play and you never work another day in your life, you're passionate about it. And so if you're going to get into this multifamily game, pick a piece of it that you love because when you're passionate, you'll be able to influence people, to invest with you, to loan you money, to sell to you and so on and so forth. That passion becomes infectious. Awesome. And what's your favorite thing to do outside of work? I love to go out on my boat. Yeah, with my beautiful wife, supermodel, beautiful wife, more beautiful on the inside than the outside. Love to go out there and stare at her and ogle her and go out and feel the wind in my hair. Awesome. So you've mentioned many ways that our listeners can get in touch with you. Do you have any other you want to? Yeah, Rod's Rod's links is really good. There's a ton of free stuff there. Free books are there. You can you can get my number one bestseller in multiple categories there. You pay the shipping like six, seven bucks. You can get that for free if you want it in hardcover. But there's other free books in PDF format. There's articles. There's that goal setting workshop. So rodslinks.com. But if you if you can make it to Denver, for God's sakes, come. And I mean, don't miss out on this opportunity. Don't be kicking yourself two years from now wishing that you'd, you'd have taken action and pushed through fear to do this. And it doesn't take money. It takes knowledge, okay? You're gonna find, yeah, the deals take money, but there's a lot of money looking for a home. Got killed in the stock market. Don't, listen, we won't even talk about crypto, you know, that wants a home. So, so if you can come, remember, text ROD to 72345. And remember the code Rod Friend to get the 197. If you have any trouble, the price is going to go up about 700 ultimately. If you have any trouble, just DM me on any social channel, and and I'll take care of you. Awesome, thank you so much, Rod, for joining us. Thanks, Thanks brother, for coming back. Always appreciate all your all the education and motivation and mindset you're putting out there. Look appreciate you having to, me uh, on again, bud. Keeping thank up you. with you on your journey, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, awesome, awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for tuning in to the Rent Roll Radio Show brought to you by Crestworth Capital. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a rating and review. You can also visit us at CrestworthCapital.com or RentRollRadio.com or follow us on Facebook at Rent Roll Radio or at Crestworth Capital. If you would like to reach us, feel free to shoot us an email at info at rentrollradio.com or sterling at crestworthcapital.com. We hope you come back next week to join us on some more of our journey. Until then, happy investing.